Tomorrow we get an opportunity to uh, talk about the election. There's a presidential election on Tuesday. Both City Councilman Greenfield and Jeff Balaban will be with me tomorrow on JM and the AM in the 8 o'clock hour to discuss the two candidates in a forum which will be respectful and dignified and hopefully will encourage people to go out and vote. I know a lot of people in our community are hesitant about voting. Hopefully people will go out there and vote. I've asked Leon Goldenberg, who is serving as uh, as American co-chair of our Jewish Unity Initiative for the big Venice trip that's coming up. Um, yeah, it's a title that I created because Leon can't join us on the trip, but I still wanted him to to let this audience know why it's such an amazing journey that we're doing. So we created the title for him. Uh, I've asked him to come on the air with us this morning and discuss it uh, here at JM in the AM. Leon Goldenberg, welcome back to JM in the AM. So am I here about... Venice, or am I here about Shalom? Am I here about voting? Which one? Well, with you, it's always confusing because you're here for so many causes. It's funny you say that, though. I think we should start with a second uh, on that very topic of voting. You know, I've mentioned, and I know you've done these forums, and uh, you, you've seen crowds and many people in the Jewish community from around the United States, not just New York and New Jersey, who are telling you, hey, I'm just sitting this one out. And I think one of the messages that we have to communicate, both tomorrow and people like uh, yourself and myself over the next few days, to people, is how important it is just to go and, and pull the lever, so to speak, and fill out a ballot this coming Tuesday. First of all, before we get to that, I just want to say uh, I heard on the radio when I was in the car and when I came into the office Barry Weber's uh, music. It was absolutely stunning. It is amazing. Thank you. It's amazing. And he thanks you. Okay. Now, as far as voting, I was a a moderator at a debate forum uh, Monday night between Rolai Ganak, who represented um, Hillary Clinton, who he has a long-term relationship with, and Dove Hyken, who was supposed to represent Donald Trump, but announced over here that he's not voting for Trump either. Oh, interesting. So, but that's not the point. The right. point is, when I finished, I ended with this. Some people are going to have to hold their nose when they go into the booth. Because right. they, for whatever reason... They're unhappy, they're unhappy with both candidates. With Simple both as that. Candidates. Right. And, I, and I agree. Right. But remember two things. Number one, even if you go in... There are many, many different elections, depending on what you are, Congress, State Assembly, State Senate in New York, I'm not sure in New Jersey. There are other offices also. And the fact that you're not going to vote because you have a problem with the presidential candidate is going to hurt the people downstream that you do want to support right. and that it's critical that you support. So that is important. And I said something I had an interview on my show with... Uh, with an assemblyman whose name will escapes me this second, <laughs> um, but I'll remember. That, that's happened to me also. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who has a district that's about fifteen percent uh, Orthodox? Mm-hmm. Okay, here in Brooklyn, and he was on the show. And one of the things that I asked him at the end was, "Tell me exactly, Bobby Carroll. Tell me exactly what percentage? Not exactly, but tell me about what percentage of your district is Orthodox." And this, to me, was the most telling thing when he said, I'll let you know after the election. Because it doesn't matter if That's we're 15% right. today. If we vote like we're 20%, yep. we're very important. If we vote like we're 10%, who cares? Yep. Uh, and you've emphasized this a million times, as many of our public officials have. I hope people heed our advice, and as the next uh, few days continue to uh, count down to the election, we will be 
emphasizing it. Leon Goldenberg is with us. Um, I've asked him to come on uh, in addition to the election message because uh, he's now serving in a capacity that I have designated as American chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative uh, uh, and the uh, visit to Venice that we're going to be doing two weeks from now in commemoration of the 500th uh, anniversary, 500th year of the uh, Venetian ghetto, the original Jewish ghetto, a place where Leon has been. And um, from uh, from the moment we walked into your office months ago and mentioned this journey and bringing the history to our listeners... And being there and again giving this gift of Jewish music, because as I mentioned earlier today, we're giving this gift of Jewish music during a Saturday night Malava Malka to the Jews of Venice and the surrounding areas. Uh, your eyes lit up. What is it about the Venetian Jewish community and its history that you felt this was a journey worth taking? Well, before we get to Venice, Jewish history is really critical. You mentioned the Balfour Declaration a few moments ago. Right. Oh, Balfour Day. What is Balfour Day? Balfour Day, of course, for those that don't know, today is the 100th anniversary of when the De- Balfour Declaration was written. 99th. We started the 100th year. Right. He's starting the 100th year. Right. right. 99 years ago, the British government issued a statement that there should be a home for the Jews in Palestine. Unlike what the president said in 2009, that we have a home in Palestine because of the Holocaust. The right. Holocaust definitely was a contributing factor to seeing that it happened then. But the fact is, is that we do have that heritage. Knowing Jewish history, knowing Jewish history, everything that goes on in Jewish history, it is impossible not to recognize that there is a God in this world. So what you're doing in Venice is only part of that, is, is showing the history of where Jews were, where they impacted Tremendously, Venice was, has such a rich history of, of Judaism and Italy, from the f- publishing of the first Chumash, the first Gemara. Mm-hmm. It's it's all over Italy, and going there is highlighting our Jewish connection to Europe, to Venice, which is a magnificent place. And for those that don't know, ghetto Jews are you know are walled into a city, a ghetto. Where does that come from? Where does the word ghetto come from? Must be in Poland somewhere, no? <laughs> you would think, right? You would think, right? <laughs> but the first place that Jews were locked in at night, every single night they had to go in, okay? During the day you can go out and do business, was in Venice in the old ghetto. Ghetto means the mill, because it was the old mill. So Il Ghetto was the mill. Yeah, I think in the I think in the vernacular they use uh, the foundry. They call it the foundry, right? The foundry. Right. Every night the doors, and when you come into the ghetto, you see the gates, or where the gates were. Right. Okay, I remember. I think there were four gates. I'm not sure of the amount. You come in there, and that was the first place in Europe that Jews actually had to go every single night. They had to go in and there and live there. During the day, you could do business. It was very strange, because usually when you're in a ghetto, you stayed in the ghetto. Here, every morning, you could go out and do business. No problem. There's very little anti-Semitism in Italy. But every night, you went back into the ghetto. Mm-hmm. So this, I think, is, is, to me, besides that, Venice is just magnificent. And that whole area is so magnificent. It's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. But the fact is, the rich history and highlighting different parts of Jewish history. Uh, my friends know, and my wife, you know, whether she likes it or not, 
we go on tours. We only go on Jewish tours, Jewish history tours. She wants to go to Alaska. I said we'll go. We'll <laughs> you're you're making way. all you're making all this public, Leon. <laughs> yeah, this way, this way, she can't say I didn't tell her. <laughs> but the rich, rich history that you have over there, uh, to me, it, it's fascinating. And and the shuls there. You you went to the shuls, so it just went to all five, and it's just five. just it's incredible. And, and, and you know, and you know, well, you know this, but let me just tell the listeners, and it's something that we'll be emphasizing, obviously, when we're there. Uh, to get to all five, it's about a uh, a one minute walk. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's I mean, the ghetto in general. Again, I, I got to save a lot of this material, but the one of the fascinating parts to it is is how small it is and how many thousands of people it housed. But we'll obviously talk more about that uh, when we get to Venice. Leon Goldenberg with us live via telephone has been very enthusiastic. And has really praised anybody who has supported our Jewish Unity Initiative to Venice. It is a great journey uh, that we're going to bring to our listeners coming up two weeks from now. As we said, Itzik Dadia and Daniela Haviel are coming from Israel. We are leaving, and Leon was happy to hear this as well, leaving a nice Jewish music gift for the Jews of the area with a beautiful Saturday night Malava Malka. And the only thing we're missing is that uh, Leon Goldenberg says there's an event here in the United States that he simply cannot get away from, otherwise otherwise he would be joining us for Shabbat Parshat Vayera in Venice. I certainly would. It's, it's so I have to blame our friends, and I don't mean that in quotation marks, they are our friends, at the Agudas Yisrael who have gotten you for the Shabbos of Parshat Vayera. <laughs> they have you for that Shabbos. For the convention Shabbos. For the yeah. big convention. Well, at least it's not good though. That's unity, right? Doesn't that good to mean yeah, unity? So at least you're at least you're part of a Jewish unity uh, event. There you go. And it will be a wonderful. People want to join. I don't think it's too late. You're probably going to have people still joining you. No, well, there you go. I, I think that the airfare, in my opinion, I didn't check it. Uh, at this time of the year, is not so bad. I was sitting. You're 100 percent right. And I was sitting with someone yesterday who. Uh, express the same enthusiasm for what you're doing as you have done, and I said, drop everything and just come with us. And you know, like it, 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 I'm telling you, it is a, it's a remarkable place, an incredible piece of Jewish history. We add this component to it where we're bringing all the people together to celebrate Jewish life of today, and you have just a, an amazing time. So if anybody out there, uh, you know, wants to join in, as Leon is recommending, get in touch with me. And uh, also a good time to support Italy, who just came out uh, last week or the week before, the president who did abstain on the UNESCO vote, but right. came out and said that it's wrong. Right. Now all we need to do is get them to vote that way. Correct. But it still is a, a huge step. You have um, Mexico, Italy, and Brazil that decided they wanted to change their vote, but because of the way the votes go, they don't have that ability to change their vote without uh, causing an entire disruption. Uh, you saw Italy deserves some support from us, unlike some of the other countries. <laughs> I mean, how they can vote on, on uh, the fact that there is no connection between Jerusalem and, and, uh, and the Jews and the Christians. Correct. They're also knocked out. Correct. That's against their own interests, supposedly. Italy is a Christian country. Right. Catholic country. And they still can't vote. It, it is, shows it, the fear that they have of antagonizing and that, that it might cause uh, basically terrorist uh, incense. That's the only thing that I can say. The only reason why I can say that they abstain yeah. not because they believe it. Yeah. 
because they're afraid it's going to cause terrorist incidents in their country. Yeah, fear drives all of it. I mean, I hate to say it, but fear is driving a lot of the rhetoric in, in this country with the election coming up as well. But fear drives all of it, and you see the way leadership in these countries react. Leon, I thank you. I thank you for uh, assuming the position of uh, chairmanship uh, and encouraging everybody to tune in and be part of the action as we do this Jewish Unity Initiative to uh, Venice. And, uh, you know, tell our friends at the Aguda that you're still on the fence. Tell them you're still on the fence and you're still considering. You're still considering. it now. <laughs> what did you say? They are hearing it now. Right. Tell you're still teetering, and you might actually cave in and head with Nachum to Venice for that Shabbat. <laughs> and don't forget to vote. And vote. don't forget to vote, everybody. Even if you don't want to press the lever for president, press all the others. Just go to the polls and do it. Thanks, Leon. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining us. Leon Goldenberg, everybody. Uh, one of the people who months ago, and I'm not exaggerating when I say months ago, months ago, uh, started being enthusiastic about our Jewish Unity Initiative for uh, uh, this coming Parshas Vayera. Um, I say it that way because our big gift to the community is happening Matzei Shabbos in Venice um, uh, with the big Malava Malka celebration. The shows that we're going to be doing, JM and the AM, will be Monday and Tuesday, the subsequent Monday and Tuesday following that Shabbat. But he uh, started being enthusiastic months ago, and up until this week, as you just heard him now, uh, he has been encouraging us uh, to really make this something historic and uh, amazing. Uh, we were able to do that last year in Paris. We hope to do the same thing for our listeners this time around in a much different way in Venice.